0: So this is the point where I say welcome to the early late night review show. Game on. Yeah, cool. Now people get a bit weird when they're first on the mic. Okay. But you seem all right. Chilled, game on. Let's bring it. Did
1: you ever- Are we using your surname? Uh, I've absolutely no objection to that at all, personally. Well, that might be the first discussion point. Um, But basically anything that goes on the internet, I have to be ready for my pupils, my head teacher, chair of governors, uh, head of the academy, everyone involved to be ready to listen to. So it shouldn't matter whether my first name is on it or not. I'd rather be open and transparent rather than... You know, not include my name. And Wait, do so you then... want
0: you would ha- you'd be happy for your fellow teachers to listen to this?
1: Yeah, it's got to be that way. Oh well, this will be a, a rip roaring po- podcast, won't it? I'll have to watch what I say, but hopefully, uh, there's plenty of things to discuss and plenty of things to have a laugh about without us having to pretend we're in former East Germany or
0: North Korea or anywhere like that. This is a good segue into the fact that I when when I was younger, I put I had a blog because I'm a dick. And I put a post on the blog about you. Yeah, oh, I've forgotten about and that. A t- and, a p-
1: and a parent found it. It was a, yes, what happened was a kid Googled my name. Like they, f- they will always do. This is just as shows how alert you have to be to these things. This parent said to me, if you Google your name, you've, it comes to this thing and it says, who can believe that Tom is <laughs> getting married? the Tom That got up to X, Y, Z, and a fair few slightly, not incriminating, but really embarrassing things were listed. True things. yes true yeah but uh, completely but you know I would say that it wasn't necessarily you but there's a picture of you by it and I said I sort of said oh, what on earth is that all about and me and, the, me and the mum had a quick laugh about it but as soon as she I went okay thank you bye uh, and then I sprinted to the nearest school computer indeed googled my name found it and it. yeah it was um, it was your blog all credit to you I let you know immediately and you deleted it immediately it stayed in Google's cache for a week or so and then it disappeared yes nice guy i am yeah it was it was you did act on it very promptly and it shows how careful you've got to be so that's why rather than sort of say some things then say oh it's okay that can't be traced to me i'd rather just you know be open have my name on it and have absolutely nothing to hide i mean you know so many
0: politicians have things that have come up about them i mean oh mate fuck being a politician because it like you know anybody who Tweets now, it we dug up from like 2010, a tweet where you've gone fucking hell, saw this nuts tranny, and everyone's like, ah, oh, you transphobic bastard. What we're doing is we're retroactively. This is fucking hilarious yeah. podcast gold. But they're retroactively, um, saying that. Uh, people are wrong to say this or that when they said it in a climate and a context which was different to now it was you know interestingly i just watched an episode of bottom last night from the mid
1: 90s and at one point one of the characters hurls something across the room and says shut up you fragrant homosexual you could not do that now you absolutely couldn't i mean it it would be seen as massive homophobia and a a complete yeah no intolerant and how funny is bottom it is a laugh it is a laugh and
0: it wasn't even meant maliciously it was just me- meant as a giggle no it's, his, it's it's his character who is homophobic saying to richie that he's gay in a in a, a tabulium the I, comedy exactly is that's like- the character it's not, um, are you fascinated by the fact that your watch is making... Oh, sorry, I have just noticed that, yeah,
1: my watch just uh, reflects on the wall in quite an interesting pattern. It looks like a
0: galaxy. Sorry, that sidetracked me. <laughs> uh, no, we, need to, talk, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about ADHD because yeah, sure. I think I'm ADHD. But anyway, the, but, the, but the point is, like I watched a, the in the one of the first series of Friends, I think it's the first uh, season, Rachel says to Ross, sorry, am I being a spaz? And it's like there's no way that they would have that on a, like a, no, a mainstream you have comedy to be now. So
1: careful now. It's political you correctness gone mad, Tom. That's
0: what it is. It's political correctness gone mad.
1: I do think, I mean, th- this is controversial, I guess, but I do think there's such a thing as going too far with this. Um,
0: what with political correctness?
1: With political correctness, microaggressions, safe space policies. Yeah, it's, of You have to be. You know, I have to watch my very carefully, but it is possible to
0: go too far. Well, look, I mean, as, I, as I said on a podcast uh, a while ago when I was with Tim and Anthony and we talked about this, the, it was the right wing that used to be the fucking... Um, Offendertrons, who would be like, right, you've got to stop the Sex Pistols from playing because they're offensive. You've got to stop Jerry Springer, the opera, because it's offensive. And then what happens is, it's now the left wing who's saying, no, these people need to be stopped and non-platformed because they're offensive and the things they're saying aren't right. And it's like, like, whether you're right wing and you're doing it in the 70s or the 90s or whether you're left wing and you're doing it now you're both wrong I mean Jermaine Greer found herself no platformed at a university didn't she but that's because she she re-
1: waded into transgender y- politics <laughs> yeah, she with said, heavy
0: boots basically
1: and go, go on what you probably know more than me what did well, she no, say well no I
0: think I don't actually
1: I think she I think she said something along the lines of if you're a transgender you were born a man and become a woman you're not completely a woman because you haven't gone through the you know endured the patriarchy that us women have throughout our adolescence and things it it... was something like that and that was offensive enough to transgender people for universities with these hard left microaggression and safe space policies to say we are not having someone as intolerant as you at our university i don't think it's
0: the university i think it was student union i don't think it's union. it's a group of people protesting against her and people say well they don't have a right to speak if we don't want to because university is a private place we don't have a right to have them on facebook because facebook is a private entity you don't have and it's like yes but everything you could say that about you could say that the fucking council own the, the streets so you can't protest on them facebook is owned by a company tvs are owned by a company bt is owned by a company so they shouldn't be allowed phones you can it, Using the excuse that we're not no platforming them, we're just saying you don't have a right to speak, is the same fucking thing. Anyway, again, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Well, this is for me, this this follows the political model of left and right actually being a
1: circle. I mean, this is A so compass, mate. compass, there you go. This is so ultra left. A cunt Oh, fair. Whatever you want. This a cunt puss. So- I'm sorry. come on swear away all you like mate you know you, you speak really I'm, I'm not gonna he's, i'm not he's gonna and it's clever i'm not gonna choose to use those words not in this context but
0: um oh you've got your teacher hat on well i have to i have to have always really yes Oh, sorry i'm just trying to inject some something into this dry political conversation that, we're ha- that i have all the time because it's my fault i'm obsessed by arguing about these minor points gotta let it go gotta let the arguing go
1: well, it, it's just basically, I mean, I don't, if I don't know, but imagine if I went to university now, you would find that it would be remarkably easy for a normal, non-racist, non-discriminatory person to just put one little foot wrong and suddenly be pretty slammed, pretty darn
0: hard, mm. you know? And also, it's like, someone says one thing and then it's like, ah, oh, they're scum on the earth. It's like, what happened to Second Chances? Like, one of the things that Morrissey says about uh, Thatcher in yeah. his in his autobiography is that she has no understanding of human error and second chances and the fact that people fuck their lives up and they want to start again and they they deserve to start again and so he's there lampooning thatcher lampooning classic tory views and then now he's been massively isolated because i mean to be fair he said some fairly right-wing things but what i'm trying to say is all of the stuff that used to be kind of classic Tory territory of I'm offended and don't fuck up and don't forgive people and people need to be right all the time throughout their life. And all, uh, any of those kind of attitudes, that's now the attitude of the of the left. And it's fucked up.
1: I'd say it, it's per- perfectly reasonable to argue that it's gone too
0: far. Yeah. Also, compass. Right. So, do you think that ADHD exists? Tell me about ADHD because I think I'm ADHD. You think you're ADHD? Yeah. I I didn't think it existed for ages. Right. Then I now I work with a guy who did psychology, and his professor was one of the world pioneers in detecting ADHD. And they actually found that people with ADHD their brains work differently. They have different brain waves. And so, basically, there is a definite test that you can do where you're like, yes, you're ADHD or you're not. But of people who are diagnosed with ADHD don't do this test. They just have a doctor go, do you find it difficult to concentrate?
1: Yeah, that's basically what I had in my 20s. And then when I told people... Well, you had a
0: doctor say it. Yeah.
1: And when when I told people that I had this, they then said... No surprise. Yeah, that was obvious to me, Tom, and things like that. I mean, the basic, the way I find it manifests itself is it's very difficult to concentrate on just one thing. Yeah, definitely. And when a thought comes into your head, it grabs your entire consciousness like just like we had a minute ago with my watch speaking to the, the mic. reflective pat sorry my watch and the reflective pattern that it made on the uh, the wall that really you could see in my eyes that that really grabbed my entire being and i probably wasn't concentrating properly on what i was saying but that's exactly what it is and so if you're working and you're you're trying to do some marking and a kid writes a word that triggers a memory it's really really hard to resist the impulse to go with that and to just totally go with whatever it is say if they just mention um uh, a sport and then i might think oh i haven't checked the tennis results today and it might be just some very small 250 tournament in dubai no dubai's a 500 but whatever yeah some very small tournament france. and uh, yeah Belgium. montpellier france something like that and then y- And you you, uh, go and you just think, oh, you must find that result. And suddenly it becomes the most massive thing ever to see if, you know, Kyle Edmund beat Jill Simon or whoever else. And you can't help but do that. So therefore, work takes a lot longer
0: than it should do, far too much longer, which is why I don't get enough sleep. I don't get enough sleep either. Do you find, right, that... The only way to concentrate is to have something else going on as well. So if I listen to music, for example, I can't do it when there's talking, but if I listen to music, it helps me concentrate a lot more because it's almost like the music is the distraction. Like I'm doing two things at once. I always have to kind of do at least two things at once. I can't, it's very difficult for me to sit and do one thing.
1: The only thing I can really sit there and do one thing with is music. Um, And that happens, you know, very agonisingly slowly. And we'll
0: probably come on to that later. That's because you flick about, isn't it? It's because you go, I'll do this bit, I'll do that, I'll do this bit, I'll do that. Because it multitasking multi-talking by by its very nature in a way. Yeah,
1: yes, it is. Music production, working in Cubase or any other... Oh, what's the phrase? Um, digital audio workstation. Yeah, yeah,
0: door. Yeah, that's it. That's what. Yeah,
1: yeah that's exactly yes. what I was looking for. Digital, digital audio workstation. Uh, I, I want to try and turn over, and I want to. Well, not try. I want to uh, do or do not. There is no try. I want to turn over a new leaf this academic year. I've got to become better. This this leopard has to change its spots, or I'm going to be in danger of burning myself out. I want to get into a really strict routine. Obviously, I've run talked to, about, to Hannah about this and run through this because... A, you're right, I'm not I'm not getting enough sleep, and we had a big talk about this last time, I my wife worries about this, my mum does, my mum tells me I'm eating years off the end of my life, and you she's are mate. probably
0: right. You are, and also, if you don't get enough sleep, it fucks you up in loads of different ways. I don't know if I told you this, about the guy who did the sleep podcast. You did. Yeah, and, and the reason why Thatcher and Reagan both died of Alzheimer's is because they got four hours sleep a night. Exactly. And the mi- the, the mind does, as in like the actual brain rather than consciousness, does crazy fucking clean-out shit when you sleep, which is one of the reasons why if you don't get enough sleep, you can't concentrate and all of that bullshit. What I want to do
1: is set up a nightly routine, you know, home from work, uh, about six, kids all fed and bathed and storied and happy and settled and kissed goodnight by about half eight, do about half hour in the house between half eight and nine, and then do concentrate harder than I've ever managed to before in my life really and for two hours between nine and eleven and then finish work what's that like marking yeah marking um lesson turning um not lesson plans yes sometimes but they tend to be done during ppa time but it's just the further you can get ahead in your school planning and organization the better just turning over your emails can
0: take a good 40 minutes a night emails like the worst invention ever it's like a fucking moving to-do list that other people are putting stuff on exactly i don't understand how people worked in offices before emails because email is like 70 percent of my work you're like fuck off just more and more stuff come in like before email you'd send a memo it would get there in the afternoon it would be a bit of paper on your desk then you'd go it's like now i know i'm not going to say it sounds old like this but everything moves so quickly nowadays so people will send you an email and then it's like that's considered done so they go well i've sent them an email and it's like three days worth of work that you've got prioritizing your other work and all they say to their bosses well i sent them an email now it's with jamie it shouldn't work like that. You shouldn't just be able to ping me anything unwarranted and then suddenly it's my shit. And even if it, even if you can push back and say, no, it's not me to do it, it's still my shit to push back and fucking organise someone else to do it. I wasn't joking about the 40 minutes. It does take a, lo- a long
1: time. Just And all kinds of things can land with you, you know. It can be anything from um, a t- child protection issue to a staff meeting you're organising or some... Just often it's just liaising back and forth with the uh, you know other me- members of other members of the leadership team and and things like that. You know, there's there's always there's always something. I mean, uh, some of it is just you know notifications from Twitter you can just delete, but yeah, there's always <laughs> so not work at all. But in your work email, it's stuff from the Twitter account. It's like other schools and things like that. It is to do with work.
0: Oh, God. You, uh, got, you know, there's... The, do, le- does this,
1: do schools have like
0: a social media manager?
1: We, our business manager takes care of it. I mean, here's one, here's one example. Here's one thing I didn't get round to. We got back from a, a school trip or so, yeah, a school residential, and he said, make sure you email us some pictures for the Facebook page. And that involves getting the list of children whose pictures cannot be published two oh, levels man. of photography what permission that you have one level is we have the right to take their photograph the second is we have the right to publish it and you have to get the list of the but kids you have a disclaimer can't... to say
0: i don't want my kid included in that
1: yeah uh, well uh, basically absolutely so then you so have if, to so if
0: my kid goes to school i could say to the headmaster i don't want my kid on any photos yes
1: right yeah and um when little one start school that's what you'll do you'll get a form that will probably have two or three levels of permission for photography and and publishing um what what rights you've got to do it Uh, because you have to get parents consent for this and rightly so for them to be on the website so if i i didn't get around to that job but what that job would have involved was getting various pictures checking each one of all the people in it against the list of people who cannot be published and pinging it off to um a business manager and saying, here, these are for the Facebook page.
0: Oh, man, what a load of bullshit. Are you going to? Are you heading to be
1: headmaster or anything like that? Oh, no, I wouldn't want to do that job, to be honest. You need an extraordinary set of gifts to be a, a headteacher. Really? Ne- I think so. You How hard need- can it be? How hard uh, can it be? You're, is, you're, 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 if you're in a tough catchment area...
0: You're what, do you, what do you mean by tough catchment area? You're talking uh, about working class kids, aren't you, you snob? Well, your word's not mine. Um, ah your insinuation my clarification
1: yeah (laughs) well that was really (laughs) articulate from you hats off um well you know if you're in an area of high social deprivation
0: uh so you are talking about working class people
1: i'm not i'm not using any other words than the ones i just Uh, yeah
0: nice one you're a politician uh, all right, so uh, if you're in an area of high social deprivation... basically, if you've got a load of fucking parents coming in going, you fucking t- Don't tell my kid to fucking blah blah. You're
1: like, Okay, it's challenging. You, you can get that in all levels of society. You well, can your get first day at primary school ever, as of chinned. You got
0: punched in the I, face. I did. I got
1: <laughs> chinned on
0: day one. How old was the kid? He was year six. Uh, uh, so, so he was about that? 10, 11, 10 probably. Oh, all right. So he was the big man on campus and he, and he punched you in the face.
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He, it was just that was a curious one. That, that was because. First
0: day at school. Literally, <laughs> my first
1: day. I mean, I, I, uh, I could have possibly gone to, with hindsight, I could have gone to Newsroom Southeast with that. You know, you can imagine sort of or whatever the theme tune is. Newly qualified primary school teacher. Assaulted by a by a pupil on the first day of the job, we discuss what this means for education in Kent or something like that. I yeah. could really picture that. But Then what happened was there me and my mate um we've got we've come well, away by man. the way you know you know it's we've come away from the uh, why I would or wouldn't want to be a head teacher so I can I just, some, can I just tie that one up All and right. then we'll come back to right. my my day 1 uh, if you're in an area of high social deprivation and you know you've got schools that struggle to meet government targets you're personally putting yourself as accountable for that you're saying i'm gonna be paid 70 80 whatever thousand pounds a year because i'm prepared to be personally responsible and personally accountable for the achievements
0: 70 grand to be a headmaster
1: I, w- I don't that's, know. I'm guessing. I don't know. Shit. Well, it depends how. B- if you're if you're a big school or you're in a big academy, then it will probably go up into the hundreds of thousands. Let's, I'm let's guessing. I don't know.
0: But we're talking um, primary school, right?
1: Yeah, it depends on the size All of the right. primary school. You know, I mean, if you're a one-form entry little village
0: school, it will be a lot less than if you're a four-form entry. Oh no! Here we go. The highest earning head is Anthony Little of Eton. Who earns up to 189,000 plus pension contributions? Right, fair enough. That's Eton. That's different. Yeah. Whilst a growing number of comprehensive heads are expected to earn more than 100,000, the average primary head—this is dog shit—was on 52 grand, whilst a secondary earns 73,000. So, so my estimate was actually quite high, uh, then, of 60, 70,000. any 52 is an absolute shit salary. You can get a better salary than that just working in a fucking office doing nothing. Possibly, I, d- I don't know about the private and sector. Of salaries, I'm not I'm not being snobby be about honest. salaries. I mean, what I mean is that is such a responsible job, yeah. looking after all those kids, being accountable like that, and they it's the same as nurses and care home workers. They yeah. don't get the the salaries are shit, and they're doing really really important stuff.
1: The, the hard thing about being a teacher is that you have to be good at so many different things at once. You have to be really good at behaviour management and getting kids a calm learning atmosphere in the room Uh, you're subject to book scrutinies um, mark you know and uh, learning walks all the time but the bottom line is your data you have to you have to be proving that all of your children across uh, EAL children SEN children pupil premium children um, I don't know what any of that means but fair enough special educational needs English as an additional language and pupil premium is a direct uh, reflection um, of social Is that like EasyJet Plus? I don't know what easy jet plus means, but yeah. Right. It's a good joke, Tom. Okay, okay. That kind of thing. It means you have to, you know, you have to prove that all of those things are happening for all of your children. What about no child left
0: behind? Well, exactly.
1: That. That's exactly that. There's always an awful lot to, to do and a lot to, to prove all, a lot of the time. All right, here goes. It's he- rewarding in many ways, but it's a hard slog, and it is a hard enough slog as, at the level it is. Um, and my wife and I, we're, we're lucky enough to own a home. I mean, thanks in no small part to my parents, but, um, and my grandfather's will, and things like that. But um, we we do own a home, as we count our blessings, we're as happy as can be. And I don't particularly want any further, deep, uh, higher responsibilities. Yeah, you know, not, yeah. It's I too much, you it? know. It's too much stress. Well, right. He's, it's too he... much stress, and it's probably too much that's out of your hands. I mean, you're you're then saying you're responsible for. 15 teachers and their performance and 300 children and their performance and all the other things that a school needs to do well to be a good school. Put yourself accountable for that is a level that I just don't see myself as going for. Maybe I should be more ambitious. Maybe I should be more confident. I don't know. But it's not something (laughs) I massively see myself as. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe 10 years time I'll change. I haven't ruled it out.
0: All right. Here's a question. Who knows? Here's a question. If you won 30 million on the lottery, would you still make music in Cubase? Well, I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life. That's fucking not the point, right? Would you? If you won 30 million on the lottery, say someone else won 70 million on the lottery and they gave you 30 million, right? Your dad won 70 million, he gave you 30 million. (sighs) Okay. Right. Would you still make music on Cubase? Yes, I would. Right. Okay, good. Would you still watch Doctor Who? Yes, of course. Right, okay. Would you still teach? For a while, definitely. Yeah, all right, you might not want to abandon your kids, but say you get to the end of an academic year, would you leave? It's hard to tell. I don't know. I'd like
1: to say, no, I love my job, I love my vocation, I love what I do, but, but
0: do you? This, is, this
1: is this is the litmus the you Government demands are so heavy. It makes it really hard. I mean, you know, any sort of any teacher worth their salt basically went, in fact, I think for the same reasons. Because we thought we could be one of those nice teachers you that thought you remember. It would be
0: like Dead Poet Society.
1: Yeah, but you want to be the Robin Williams in that. You want to be the person who makes it fun, brings it to life, is kind to children, is one of the teachers you remember as being, oh, yeah, he was wicked. He was a really nice guy. I mean, let's think of a. West,
0: Mr. West, I like Mr. West.
1: Yes, the art teacher, Mr. West. I, wasn't taught in... I was only taught him. In taught him for about six your months your tea's going cold him. and your
0: cake's going warm yeah,
1: but I, I'll, I'll get around to that this is more important this is fun um i'll get around to both of them you basically you know one of the good guys you wanted to be one of the good guys
0: not a houston not one of those people oh, who that guy was right here's a quick just so you know. people listen listening no mr houston was a notorious asshole teacher in our school really horrible nasty bastard I saw. I didn't realise this, but I was in Woolworths and I saw this guy standing there. This was about ten years ago, and I was thinking, I was thinking two things. One, I know him, and two, that bloke looks fucked up because he's got really fucked fucking weird face. He's got like this big hangdog face with no chin, and he looks all. Anyway, so I was looking at him, thinking, who is that guy? And I didn't know who he was. And I was with uh, my mate Rob. I said to him because I had this weird reaction to this guy I don't know why obviously I now realise it's because it was Mr Houston mm. so so Rob comes up to me and I kind of half look at this guy and look at Rob and I say really audibly let's get out of here it's full of scumbags right <laughs> and, and then I walked out and he goes I can't believe you fucking just said that in front of Houston I can't believe you, you cussed down Houston and I was like Oh, that's who it is. Maybe there's an indictment on my character that I would call oh. someone a scumbag. But I had such a funny reaction to this guy. I was like, I don't like him. And he looked weird. And he said, I tell you what, if I knew it was Houston, I think I would have said more because he bullied me when I was young. Well, Houston was was a complex character. There are people, like good people, who we know, a guy called Richard
1: at our secondary school, who were taught English by him. And they said he was an absolutely brilliant teacher. And they said he was really good. But if you messed up, he, you know, no, I, I, all the signs him. were no, that he really
0: enjoyed punishing you. He did. He enjoyed punishing kids. Yeah. He used to, the do, signs he used to be were really physical really with them about, you know, pinching it. Like when he used to grab their arms and you'd, you'd, you'd grab your arm at the top and then he'd look down the in march you yeah, um. with, your, with your fucking arm flailing about. Like, blatantly not allowed, but... He was. He was certainly a, not now. He's no a, way. He's just a nasty bastard.
1: I he, was, there was a couple of times when I, you know, made mistakes and messed things up. Um, well, he was our head of year. And, wasn't he? Yeah, and he took me to him, and, and I messed up in a history lesson. Um, what do you mean by messed up? We, uh, oh, it was, I just didn't think this through properly. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Um M- Mr. Sugden, history teacher, we did an interview quiz or something like that. And we were given each other's books and marked each other. So my, the person I marked didn't do particularly well. And I wrote under his mark, egghead. It's <laughs> just a bit of banter. And okay, first of all, this guy did two things. He both punched me and grassed me up. No, no, no. One or the other. He did both. That's what the deal. And I didn't think what I'd done was particularly serious. Um, so he went to me goes, Did you do this? I went, Yeah. He goes, This is going to the head of history. And he might take it to your head of year as well. I was like, Ugh! And I was terrified. Gives a shit. I burst into tears and for, I sat. For rang egghead. Yes, I burst into tears. That's my school. I burst into tears for about fifteen minutes, and then when Houston caught up with me he was, uh, at the end of the day, and I just stood there crying, and he just kept going and going and going. He having a go at me and having a go at me and having a go at me. I'm just crying and crying and crying. I mean, I was broken immediately. It was obvious. Why was
0: he so angry? Because he wrote egghead. What a dick. See what I mean? Just want to go kick him in the shin watch watch him fall over I don't know it it was um, I defaced another child's book basically he was one of the bad ones he used to purposely scare the shit out of me uh, I don't know a single teacher that has quitted and regretted it mate I've got a job I've got a job which probably pays better than most teachers if that's what the fucking heads are earning and that's not me saying wicked because I hate my job. But the point is, there are periods of time in my job where I can coast. There are not periods of time in a teacher's job where no, they can coast. No, you can't you have can't. the day off. When you call in sick, you, f- you know, it's a real fucking big
1: deal. I had a head teacher, not at my current school, my previous school had teacher came. And the first, one of the first things she did was said, right, you have to phone me personally. You don't phone anyone but me if you're off sick.
0: Anyway, hey, all right. Hi. All right, this is Davina saying she's going to take the dog for a walk. Do you want to get on the mic? No, thank you. Go on, just say one thing. One thing. Right, very good. All right, you've interrupted Tom talking endlessly about teaching. So Sorry. good, you stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to apologise for. Yeah. Not look, we all. did these bits today, look.
1: Oh, didn't miss out wicked class. Yeah, they're sturdy.
0: I always good say this Kuz. is a roaming podcast, but we're in my house doing another podcast. It's the third time I've done it at home. Um, I've got to go get the baby, but... Um I can hear him. Yeah. Hi, it's Rick
1: lovely hi, to, see to see you again. Take care. See
0: you. So we're in the top of the house. We're in the uh, uh, attic room. That's
1: lovely. All these Lego models are gorgeous. We are these surrounded kid, by the boys. Well, LEGO, the kids yeah. are clearly at an age where they're able to make them and then look after them. My my eight year old. Oh mate, he, look at that. Um that Millennium
0: Falcon Slave One th- yeah, the, s- the slave one and Millennium Falcon both cost a fucking ton.
1: Yep, they do. And, and, and way, way a ton. Look at them.
0: And then um here we've got obviously those of Star Wars stuff. Look at that dude. Who's that dude? That's that,
1: geek. I should—that's Bosk.
0: Bosk was he in?
1: He's a bounty hunter in *The Empire Strikes Back*. There will be a substantial reward for one who finds the Millennium Falcon. He's and, in and that. He, role. Yeah, and he
0: growls. He growls. Yeah. He's that. How that's all you know he his does. name? Bosk. Because I'm a Star Wars
1: geek, I could I know all of them: Dengar, Zookus, Fulom, Bosk, IG88, and <laughs> of course Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, Boba. Of course, Boba Fett. so Fenn's 40th so uh, you didn't make this did you I couldn't no
1: it was the we'd been back from holiday the day before and I hadn't even joined the dots and realised that uh, it was our wedding anniversary because it was Saturday the 11th of August
0: oh shit there's nothing to report really it was a bit of a letdown Well, it wasn't a bit of a letdown in the sense that uh, everyone met up and had a drink and it was cool it was a bit of a letdown in the sense that when you're 22 and you go and meet in Camden it's fucking wicked you have a wicked night when you're 40 and you go meet in Camden It's like I've done this to death I've done it, I've done it, I've done it And everyone, no one is as Excited about it anymore and then everyone's like, I've got to get up early because I've got kids, or I've got to get up early because I've got a job. Like, Barge has to get up at fucking five in the morning for work. I'm g- I'm going to be up by seven or whatever because of Joe, my my, my kid. Yeah, um, You know, everyone's fucking having to, like, Tim's got two kids, Leon's got... It's all, all of that. And so it, it was a bit shit. And then we went to a club, The Underworld. Fucking hell. Yeah. The last ditch club that you always end up in. So we went there out of a bit of nostalgia. Right. One, it was shit. <laughs> two they were playing retro music and the retro music was 10 years ago so to me that's still yeah modern not
1: they're probably putting on a killers and kaiser chiefs and yeah and, and but, like, that's like retro stuff But yeah but
0: yeah and i'm like why, when why are they not playing slayer you know so fen also i don't know if you've seen him nowadays he's a big guy right he's yeah like, you've got something about a year ago for iron maiden he's not like massively fat or anything he's just quite big Big. He's got a full blown skinhead now. Yep. He's got that face which is like, I'll punch you. That's the, just, just the way he looks, even <laughs> though he's a, a total pussy. Yeah. And when we were queuing up to get in the underworld, like all of these indie kids are going in there, and then Fen's in the queue, and they just didn't let him in. For what reason? Because, well, I said that to the manager. I said, Why are you not letting him in? And he said, It was too much to drink. But actually, it was just, he, he's a big guy, big skinhead guy who looks like a nutter. And he really does look like a head case. And I, 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 said, I said to the bouncer, I know he looks like he's hes a nutter, but he's a pussy. He's not going to do anything. He's softer than I am. But anyway, long on the short of it is, there was lots of persuasion. You're Did it. you get him in in the end? You're eating a lot of nice cake on mic. It's wicked, this, this
1: banana cake. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to... Sounds nice. Can you hear me masticating into the into your headphones? I can. <laughs> y- yes,
0: you are masticating. No, so we got in and then we just had a night out and it was like... It's full of fucking kids. I need to go to a club which is like 35 and over or something. <laughs> well, we're going to a gig tonight. Yes. Right. I don't know anything about this gig. At all, and you've told me, and I haven't paid attention because I'm ADHD, so explain. Okay. Cubanate were an industrial metal band. I encountered them
1: uh, um, first on... The Mortal Kombat soundtrack, which I had on cassette, Oh, man, um, and I had a tune called Oxyacetylene on there, which is one of the classics, and I was sold. I was just getting into industrial metal, you know, Nine Inch Nails, Prong, Fear Factory at the time, and it it just struck uh, uh, front that? line assembly, front line assembly, That's yeah. what you loving it, um, and it just struck a chord. I thought, I love this. It was a uh, n- industrial metal is notorious for its subgenres. There are hundreds of them, and uh, one of them is Cold Wave. Cubanate have been labelled probably retrospectively a cold wave band now that's a big emphasis
0: on techno massive techno kick in all their shoes right wiki so it's going to be a banging gig are we going to take any mandy any what any mandy i'm mandy mdma
1: no i've never taken mdma in my life and i don't intend to start
0: tonight no no, neither have i
1: yeah (laughs) um
0: so we're not going uh no no because you don't take it okay (laughs) <laughs> the trouble is, is that this sounds like I'm
1: trying to cover something up, but I never, ever have done. Yeah, me neither. <laughs>
0: so, uh, back to the so point. So we're just going to go to a techno gig. Yeah, so, so I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not
1: drinking any alcohol. I'm not no, smoking any cigarettes. No, not, nothing, we're Not, no, we're not, not at anything. all, no. because... You know, first, I mean, I'm driving back to Whitstable tonight. Yeah. Attending to arrive back home at about two what in the morning. That? that was a burp. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm driving back to Whitstable tonight. I've got to drive. We've got to go from Islington. But I mean, the geek finishes at 11. Back up to you. And then I've got to get myself down to Whitstable. I'm intending to arrive home at 2am. Do you want to stay here tonight? Uh, no, I'm not going
0: to. We're not doing anything tonight. My down will be in my ears. They'll be ringing like
1: hell. But, um, oh, well,
0: I'm taking uh, earplugs. Are you really? Yes, of course. I never go to a gig without earplugs. I've never gone to a gig with earplugs. Uh, Since getting tinnitus, I never go even into a loud pub without earplugs.
1: Blimey. I don't know what that is. Sorry. Tinnitus? No, new
0: new to me. The ringing ringing in your ears. The the thing I just described? Yes, but you have it all the time. That's tinnitus. Oh, ow. Yeah. Oh, no thanks. So my tinnitus has been manageable... Mainly because I now wear earplugs anytime there's like loud loud noise. So if I go in, even even if I'm in a pub, I will put foam earplugs in, and it actually helps. It takes away the treble, and you can hear people's voices more. And then people say, "Oh, I'm, it's different now because I'm a bit older." But people are like, "Oh, what are you wear earplugs for, your pussy?" And it's like because I've got tinnitus from being in bands for 20 years. So fuck off. Um, it's it's basically being in a room for three four hours a week with a fucking snare drum just caning it and that whole um spectrum of my hearing has been wrecked blimey i think my hearing's okay as far as i'm aware yeah you but know, you I weren't ain't... really in bands were you no, no no not not like that not the way you were and then when you're in bands you gig a lot so then you're going to watch other bands as well and you're just in a loud environment all the time once twice a week at least <laughs> my tinnitus is mostly manageable now To the point where it's actually, sometimes I just don't hear it at all. Other times it it will sometimes wake me up and I'm like, oh shit. It's also when you lie down on the side, the fluid in your ear changes and it makes it worse at night. And people say, oh, it's not worse at night. It's just because you can hear it more. But that's not true. It's because you can sometimes lie in bed at night, not hear it at all. And then three, four in the morning, your ears will be ringing.
1: I know people who have like sort of lifelong... Pain and trauma and things. Well, I just finished Cuban Eight, They were a brilliant industrial metal band in the 1990s. <laughs> I know fabulous. So. And, uh, <laughs> they, pr- they produced three or four brilliant albums. They did one revelatory album called Interference. I don't know how many of that they're going to play tonight, which was like halfway between drum and bass and metal. Fifteen years before Pendulum.
0: So is well, it? Rob I was still at Nerd I know Street. Pendulum. Is a bit like Pendulum? Not really. And people are going to be ripping it up. Like, what type of crowd are you going to get? Are uh, you going to get I metal think... or are you going to get, like, drum and bass heads? Or oh, what? it'll
1: be metal.
0: It'll be, oh, I don't know, no, goth. The
1: crowd will probably be sort of goth, rivet heads. um What, what rivets? People in army trousers and military gear. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. People mosh to the
0: Prodigy, uh, Prodigy gigs now. Yeah, they so, do. So, you know, I mean, or maybe these lines were a bit more blurred than they I were. I we, remember when I was waiting to watch Fear Factory come on, um, one of the songs they played before they came on stage, you know, they just have music playing, obviously, yes. in the venue, was Firestarter. Yeah. And everyone started moshing. And I was like, times are changing. <laughs> because it was like metallers, f- pure metalers at a Fear Factory gig like jumping around to Prodigy. I remember when they came up with Firestarter from Breathe, and that's when Kerrang
1: started covering them. Uh, and there were people writing let- There were people, that had big arguments about it in the letters page about whether or not um, Kerrang should be covering the Prodigy. Well, they weren't interesting. they weren't metal.
0: They were aggressive. They, they were metal.
1: They did have a, guitar, a metal guitarist. Um, uh, and some uh, of the songs they? on Music for a Children's Generation, such as Their Law, you can hear the guitars. You can hear electric guitars. i tell you
0: right? who I liked out of that kind of metal dance genre is Sensor. I know of the band rather than know them. Fucking wicked rap metal. Oh, do
1: you remember, do you remember Clawfinger? I fucking love Clawfinger. Some of their I love Clawfinger. Some of their stuff. Warfare, that song. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. That that bass sound that rumbles away behind those songs. That's just amazing. Well and also the nineteen ninety-three that debut album the was. The
0: opening Track of Corn's debut album, that, that, that first blind, uh, blind, I think it is correct. But the but the bass, <coughs> <which> is, <laughs> it's like a full on ronnie size bass line. I think it was like a bit of a statement. I'm not saying I like Corn, but it's like. We're not just metal, we're metal and dance, we're metal and drum and bass. That, and that was the beginning whatever. of new metal, wasn't it? Yeah, what, they were, what
1: became branded new metal. Yeah, they were the new metal
0: bastards. Well, I
1: I, I never quite understood Korn. I never really liked them.
0: Mate, I never understood new thing. metal. I, I like Limp Biscuit. Um, I like break stuff. Yes, I, li- I like Limp Biscuit. And I like interestingly Wallot, enough, um, the lead singer of Korn is on that. Oh, a guest thing. Yeah, he's oh, the one who goes, because uh, right now I'm dangerous.
1: So I, I didn't know that. I've, I've got that. That's on Significant Other, Limp Biscuit's second album. Do you think how long ago this is now? I mean, that is late 90s. It's almost like 20 co- years ago. It's like crazy th- to think. Um, their cover of Faith is good. Yep, that's also that album, I think.
0: Yeah, I'd like Rolling as well. I, I just yeah, like it's, just ca- it's so catchy. They've got people. <sighs> yeah. It, West it, Borland. He, he
1: was as innovative as Tom Morello. He really was. Yeah, he was good. He was yeah. really good. But he left, didn't he? He did, but then he sort of came back. Ragey as a Machine was very much like rap metal oh that but was- they were pioneers Other they stuff. were the originals i mean you listen to you listen to a track like know your enemy now it hasn't aged a day no it's
0: not <laughs> yeah it's no it's good it's good it's it's more than good it's absolutely genius in fact i've been listening to a lot of rage against the machine recently What was the album they did which was all covers i don't know i'm not that familiar. i know it's was- done know the first album and the
1: second one was evil empire and that my knowledge of them stops there really
0: the Battle of Los Angeles. Ah, oh, that sounds like no, the third album. That's third album. Then they did one with all the cut. Anyway, cutting. I can't fucking. I I could be bothered to look it up, but not gonna. But yeah, no, they were great. That was that first album by Rage Against Machine. Is like it's groundbreaking. One of the one of the seminal albums of the 20th century. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like comes in right at the end. But I, I suppose like music in the 20s wasn't that seminal. But <laughs> absolutely fucking mind-blowingly good. So
1: original that'd be really good what what other albums would you think of as being so original it's unbelievable I'd, I'd say Nine Inch Nails The Downward Spiral yeah agreed. that sort of or- agreed. organic take on um, on music yeah itself I mean nothing re- I don't think any song has ever hit me with its brilliance so immediately as Closer by Nine Inch Nails see and I
0: love I just oh, love that, that, incredible that incredible I, lo- I love song. Reptile as well with that um, kind of mechanical claw dun, sound dun, dun, dun,
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh,
0: it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, that. <laughs> have you seen the closer video where all his dick's yeah. getting pulled about by? Not in arms? a long, long time. But it's yeah, like... have. and what's the pig song on that? March of the mm-hmm. Pigs. March of the Pigs. That have you seen that live? Not live, but it's a video of them playing it live, and it's an electronic drum beat, but they've got a drummer playing it. Chris Vrenna. It's it's a weird one. It's like seven beats to a bar. Yeah. Oh, it's no.
1: really it's it's hard when you listen to it because it's, it's hard it, to keep track of. Yeah, because it like loops halfway through a beat. Yeah, seven to seven beats to a bar. It's really it's really hard to keep track of. But Chris Vrenna does it perfectly, and
0: obviously her is
1: on that album as well. Oh, and that was yeah, that was then Later covered, covered by, by John Johnny
0: Cash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, I, you know, funnily enough, about a year ago,
0: I found that album on the CD, Original Pressing, for a quid in a charity shop. Oh, I b- mate. Bought it, yeah. That is definitely seminal. I'd also say Smashing yeah. Pumpkins, Siamese Dream is seminal.
1: Uh, not my thing. But, S- a Siamese but Dream. Is it, that the
0: one that begins with Cherub Rock? Yeah.
1: Run it now. Now.
0: But, now. Oh. Run it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. It sounds a little bit like a... Um, <laughs> yeah. It sounds a bit like stupid noise. It sounds but, like uh, 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 those aliens about. out of uh, Sesame Toy, Street. That Toy one. Story. No, you know the ones which go Don't actually. Oh, I watched them today. Alright. because I, I cause I was playing Joe, one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, nine, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 12. twelve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. um
1: Pinball thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's wicked. But it's really dated. You look at it and you're like, shit, this is ca- this is nineteen seventy nine type of shit Yeah, the car yeah, the cartoon imagery, yeah. I would say that uh Siamese dream was so heavy and melodic and it's like everyone who was into indie liked it all the metalers liked it it was just one of those kind of cross genre albums that just fucking sm- absolutely smashed it I think it. you've probably got to put Nirvana's Nevermind in there yeah,
1: I don't actually
0: massively like Nirvana no, I,
1: but you've got to admire and respect the originality and the uh, brilliance of that record it is brilliant
0: but I, I don't like it that. I, you know why as heard well. it too many times heard it too many times just fucking grew up on that shit I mean Nirvana was I know you get kids wearing Nirvana shirts now, but Nirvana was our generation. Yeah. Nirvana was we were we were on that wave of when Nirvana first got big. Um, we're on the wave of when they did Unplugged. We were on the wave of when he killed himself, or when Inutero just turned up almost without any notice at all. I didn't like the that much, and I still don't. I thought Incesticide was better. That compilation they did. Yes, and also Bleach, though I only listened to it after Nevermind came no, out. Most people, yeah, but if Bleach I'm Bleach is fucking great. Really great, like yeah. blue and stuff on 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 the album. Don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard it. What? I oh,
1: fucking brilliant. Well, I never really liked Nirvana. I've I've never listened to a Nirvana album from beginning to end. Generally speaking, I didn't like the grunge
0: sound. The only massive, massive exception being Alice in Chains. Oh mate, Alice in Chains. Dirt. Alice in Chains. Dirt. But I also think that Alice in Chains' first album, Facelift, Facelift, is is maybe better than Dirt. There's just some. There fuck are it, sea songs. of sorrow um yeah. with, but the but the um when in the, it with the chorus where he goes i, I live tomorrow. tomorrow and the cowboy's just going bang 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 you will not bang and you're like oh man the fucking little details are good lane
1: staley's voice was i don't mind i can't always for honest to tell which who when it's lane and when it's jerry
0: well there but. jerry cannell those two, their voices together are amazing. It, their
1: harmonies were what were, were, were their real signature. There's no one sounded like. Someone
0: that. told me about Lane Staley that um, his voice was so powerful, and this is probably some bullshit that you that people just I think say. I've seen this. I've seen someone say this. That, on that you can feel it. Yeah, you can feel it radiating out, radiating out of his body like a speaker you could you could feel a kind of uh slight propulsive energy coming out of him when he sang and that sounds like bullshit but it might not be but uh, my sister's boyfriend saw Allison Chains and it started with him hanging in a net over the stage just doing that ah, ah, type of thing you know he does that whole kind of that's big build the, up singing. that's like right ra- rain when I die it might not be that one it yeah, was, yeah. I, I think it was actually something off of um dirt but the like he was doing his whole lane stay leave and then he fucking died of heroin what a bastard I think he uh, he died
1: speedballing didn't he or, or heroin or something he I mean I've read, I've read I think the, his girlfriend died I've as well I've read the Wikipedia article his days, last days were then. very sad um, Sean Kenny he was just in a coffee shop in Seattle huddle hunched up in the corner losing all his teeth I think Sean Kenny was like d- the drummer was desperately trying to get hold of him and trying to bring him back to the big wide world but to no avail it's sad. It, it, it's sad. I, I I think there's certainly a case to be made that if you're incredibly clever, incredibly gifted, or incredibly talented, part and parcel of that is just
0: a real susceptibility to very
1: poor mental health. You've well,
0: seen it so many times. True, but also I would say that if somebody is artistic, being artistic is often just being able to express something well because everybody has the same kind of feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. Everyone goes through trauma and things like that. Some people shut down. Some people who are artistic, they will just let it pour out into the way they write and draw and paint and sing and anything like that. And so I think that if you are of that artistic nature and you are going through shit and you're going through drug highs and drug lows and all of that kind of thing and you're able to get it all out you make amazing art I mean it's like one it's like all the fucking writers um who wrote on the I don't like on the road but John Jack Kerouac he wrote the whole of on the road just in one big manuscript fucking off of his face just hammering it all out because if you are artistic and you are going through shit you make great art uh yeah there's a few things I can
1: categorically rule out for my entire life um well uh, you know once if you're like 85 any Any eighty-five-year-old trying heroin for the first time is probably going to be not going to see eighty-six. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'd imagine so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about heroin beyond that it's very dangerous because well, it's I, easy to overdose. It's yeah. Uh, it's, Lemmy never took heroin. No, he said it was a rotten drug. It killed uh, Wendy O'Williams. It killed a few people he knew, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, dead, as in, like, first time type of thing. it's because people are ODing all over the the place. Yeah, do you know, um, have
1: you read about uh, those prescription opiates in uh, America, and there's, like, loads of people hooked on heroin because they took a doctor's prescription that was built around opiates... No. And no, it's just for real, it's true. it up on, on the news in America, lots of doctors were prescribing painkillers that were based on opiates, and people were getting absolutely high well, like, mor- like morphine. I think so, um, some, something like that. And it's led
0: to, it's led to,
1: yeah, like people who never touched it in their life ended up being a heroin addict. No. Have you ever
0: taken any opiates in hospital though? Like- no,
1: oh, no, 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 I've never been under general anesthetic or anything like that, haven't no. you? No, not German Fuck me. No, mate. I've, I've been I've never, never broken a bone. I've never broken a bone. I've n A s- few sprains. Big cut on the forehead. Uh um, Oh yeah, you put your head through the door. Yes, I did, yeah. Argument <laughs> <laughs> with my brother. That's uh quite uh yeah, quite a lot of blood um, that yeah, you still big got old that big.
0: Of blood. You still got that big scar there. Yeah, I guess I probably have. Do you think it makes you look hard? Well, I wouldn't expect to be let into Camden Underworld. Do you think? Yeah, very good. Do you think? Uh, do you think anyone's ever seen that and thought, "Oh, he's at a ruck? Nah,
1: never got that far. I've, I've, I've used it to, I've sort of used it to say I've um,
0: got Harry Potter magic in the classroom a couple of times. Um, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, it's <laughs> about it. But when I've taken opiates in hospital, so I've had pethidine, I've had morphine. I had um, when they took my wisdom teeth out. I had another set of opiates they're not allowed to put you under general anesthetic in a private dentist so they give you this other stuff and you're just off your face whilst they're fucking cutting your teeth out and it is amazing like fucking amazing and every time forbidden fruit (laughs) oh but mate every time i take pethidine or morphine as well and i've had it a few quite a few times it's fucking great if i was going to become a junkie opiates would be what i'd take because it's fucking great it's all I don't know. It's also forbidden fruit. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I know. It's, I'm, it's I'm, like it's something. You it's know, not, it's I didn't enjoy it because it's forbidden fruit. I enjoyed it because it made me feel great. But it, yes, it does. But if it's something, it, in the terms
1: of in terms of sort of drugs, for me, ignorance is ignorance is bliss, isn't it? You know. Um, yeah, but do you know what's actual bliss? Opiates? No, I don't know, and I'm glad I never want to know. I'll enjoy things that are, you know, legal, safe.
0: And would you take heroin once for £10,000? If you knew it was a clean needle and you weren't going to overdose and doctors were there. If I was prescribed it in a medical situation, yes. But I wouldn't take it. Yeah, the medical a, situation a, was doctors a, will give you heroin for £10,000. <laughs> Marge, you, can have to, you can't put me in this position. You can't ask me these questions. You know what? I wanted to talk about so many things on this podcast with you. And you've got your teacher hat on. I have to. All right, fine. We'll talk about them on the way to the gig. If you want to, yes. But
1: I, I, I can't discuss risque stuff like this. In the open in, in an World in a right, t- worldwide web. I cannot. I'll say. Um but the answer my answer I mean no, no, I wouldn't. And I'll say exactly the same thing in the car on the way down. But you're winking at me and doing a thumbs up. I'm doing no such thing. R- right, okay. I'm uh, shaking my arms in
0: despair saying, Why are you why you can't ask me this question because surely he, a teacher surely a teacher can say in a hypothetical situation, if they were offered ten thousand pounds by a doctor in a medical environment to take heroin, you would do it. Government-sanctioned experiment, legal. I'm, I'm just picturing the head of the academy hearing <laughs> this. Uh, That's
1: all I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm mate, you're a
0: slave to the man. They've got you. Possibly.
1: They've got you. Possibly. I just also know where the stakes are for online safety,
0: and including that includes teachers. There was an online. So so there was an online safety talk at um, the boys' school. D- uh, Davina went because it's not for the kids; it's for the parents. Yeah, and um, fuck me, the because they basically said you don't get paedophiles in the parks anymore. You don't get paedophiles. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't get paedophiles saying, "Oh, come see my puppies." You don't get any of that shit anymore. You just go online, and they yep. they on things like Musically. They do things. One of the things that they do is they create an Instagram profile with a very similar name and nick photos from their friends. And then they'll message them and say, hey, be friends with me because I'm now, uh, you know, my parents know my other one, so I'm using this one, whatever like that. But one of the things that they do, they got a kid and they made him do some stuff on camera, I think because they were pretending to be a girl. Right. And then once they said, no, I'm not a girl, they then had the ability to blackmail him because they'd filmed him doing stuff. Uh, webcamming type of thing. Yeah. Then obviously he can't tell his parents and blah blah blah. And kids actually get to the point where they either want to kill themselves or maybe do kill themselves. It's an episode of Black Mirror about this. Well, it's what this is the fucking cunt Max Clifford. This is what he did, right? I know I shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but the man was an arsehole. Yeah. Uh and which is why he he died in prison because because of this. Yeah. He was doing that to a, a young girl. Can't remember how how old the girl was, but he was saying to her, "I've got photographers taking pictures of you, getting in the car with me, and blah blah blah. I'm a powerful man. I'll, I'll put you all in the papers." And she was like, "14 or something like that." And was it was was I need to check the the age, but put it this way, it was it was all illegal. It was yeah. quite wise in prison. Yeah. And uh, and she was lying in bed, being like, "The only option I have is to kill myself." And imagine a grown adult putting a child in a position where they they feel like they need to kill themselves it's, like, it's, it's terrifying you can't you can't Im- imagine where the block is
1: with the empathy that causes people to do this i mean sexuality oh, oh. versus empathy isn't it? you know it's horrific it's but, so
0: but evil. but the, what the these two uh policemen said on the night when Davina was there cuz it was a big talk with parents and students he said if you if you are a boy and you've exposed yourself on camera or you've done something on camera like, you've masturbated, basically, on camera. I don't know how he put it. Yeah. But he said, if you've done this on camera to a girl, I'm sorry to tell you, it's very most likely a paedophile. And and they've recorded it. They told that story about how they said it in a secondary school, and the reaction was people being like shit. Because they were saying, young go- girls of 14 do not want boys to fucking wank on camera at them. No. Yeah, but... The, a predator would but not a fucking young girl who's the same age as you and there's a game there's one on the internet where you play and they watch you play roblox roblox yeah and and other people watch you play yeah and they had a young girl on there and she was playing the game and but she was you know really shit because she's just like fucking 10 yeah. or 12 or whatever playing the game and not doing very well and all of these fucking pedos are chatting to her going hey Great, great going, and I've seen you know they're all like piling on, waiting to try and make connections with her. And...
1: Well, they yeah they can play long games. They can play because I you know no, they I probably got know. they probably got like fifty
0: people that they're grooming.
1: Yes, that mm-hmm. is, the, is the exact word. It is grooming, and they can play a long game. They can sort of be chatting to somebody for two or three months and really get them believing that they know this person and that it's someone they trust. Find and then find ways in. Find ways to rendezvous, find ways to meet people, find ways to yeah, persuade them to undress or, 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 or anything. Then, or yeah. then blackmail them. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, Christ. But the,
0: it's, it's beyond horrible. But what the policeman said is if, if a kid comes to you and says someone's been talking to me and I don't know whether they're, you know, a lot of parents will go, right, you're not going on that anymore. That doesn't work. Yeah. So then what the kid does Does is, it secretly. Does it secretly? Because they're like, I don't want my games taken away. So what they said is you should let your children be really open about who's speaking to them if the children have got any worries about it being somebody that it shouldn't be they
1: have to come to you they come to you
0: and you let them play it but you just say don't talk to this person anymore shut this bit down like we bought one of our youngest a nintendo ds yeah and there's that me features on it yeah there's that me environment where you create a me and then you can go and chat and i turned all of that off because i was like he was like seven maybe yeah exactly and, it, and, it's like, and it's like no you don't need to be chatting to anybody
1: my, my eldest is eight he doesn't talk to anybody online at all he doesn't talk he just he, he, uh, oh he does his school's virtual learning environment he messages people on that every once in a while that's it
0: isn't there an island one where you're your penguins or something?
1: You don't. Do you not mean Fortnite, the new one that up no, big at the Fo- moment? I like You're a guy. Oh, an pe- oh, oh and I know you're. You're talking about. Um, I think you're talking about the, the uh, that one that was Disney, made by Disney, promoted by Disney, and you can and you can only choose from stock phrases. So that apps that prevents you know a predator or a paedophile
0: from from being able to say anything untoward. Being an adult, it's not paedophile predators, right? That's one thing but as an adult on the internet it's still like I have a different name on Facebook to the name that I have on Twitter and I have a different name on um, LinkedIn that I have in real life and if I'm doing anything else I have a different name because I'm like I don't want anyone I've googled people before to find out about them and it's like you google them you get your LinkedIn you then see where they work you then can google them and their work, so you you can then see one where their office is. Two, there'll be pictures of them or what they do for their yeah. job. See, so, or what or where they work before. Uh, if they're on the electoral register, sometimes you can do one two, three people and all that shit, and mm-hmm. get their address and all. And I'm like, within like fifteen minutes, I've got your Facebook profile, which is going to tell me loads about you. I've got your fucking. Instagram or something which is normally open. Your Twitter is normally open because uh, Twitter works by being open so people can retweet you. I've got your fucking address. I've got your... And it's, I'm not saying I'm, uh, I would do anything, but this is how easy it is to get everybody's information. And if you wanted to stalk somebody and go and fucking do something, obviously people do all the time. So this is what I am saying to you. I'm surprised you use your real name on Facebook. My mate Ben doesn't. He's a teacher and he uses a different name. Yeah. I would change your name. Helen uh, didn't I Helen guess, become a teacher, I, and she's now changed her name. I? I guess I need to
1: sit down and weigh up the risks. I have googled myself a few times, and nothing comes up. What was interesting was I took up Facebook's offer recently of downloading all the information they had on me. Oh, that yeah. was interesting. I did that. It took about two hours to download this massive file. And it what's the does, format? Uh, just the Windows folder. And then we click on it, and then there's loads of subfolders. And it's folder within folder within folder. It's like going into your My Documents that you've been building up for 10 years. It's just folders within folders within what, folders. What is it, though? Folders of folders Everything, Everything you've ever done on Facebook. I went into Messages, and I went into that, and there's a folder for every person I have ever messaged on Facebook. And then you click on that, and there's every message you've ever sent them, every picture you've ever sent them. They've got his. It's all on their servers. They've got these epic server farms, just storing
0: the lot. Of course, everything. And before, so make no mistake. Before the Cambridge Analytica stuff, I wrote an article. And I updated it with the Cambridge Analytica stuff. But it was before that basically saying th- this is the danger of being on Facebook. This is the danger of using an Apple phone. This is a danger of using a Google phone. This is a danger of using Chrome as your browser. This is a danger of having your fucking fridge connected to the Internet or your toys. Or anything oh, like that. yeah. The and, Internet of things. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'd be, I was saying this. For, right, I, was saying, I was saying two things for years. Right, One, I was saying the government is spying on you through the internet. They're collecting all of your information. Everybody is being spied on by the government. Everyone called me a fucking nutter. Edward Snowden came out and proved everything I said. Right, I'm not saying I'm a fucking genius. It's just this weird sense of denial some people have. And then the second thing which happened was I was saying Facebook has got everything on you. They're selling your data. That's their their, their business model. Um, they can tell everything about you. And if you're on Facebook, they're basically... Spying on you, and then all the Cambridge Analytical stuff came out, and everyone was like, "Can you believe this?" And it's like, "Yes, I can believe it. Of course. What do you fucking think they're doing? It's a free service. You're the fucking commodity. They're taking your information. You're their products. You're the products, of course. It, and yeah. it's exactly the same with Google. Google don't give you fucking Google Maps and calendars and all that for free. They're like, we're want... harvesting your data. Yeah. They they probably know every journey
1: I've taken on Google Maps.
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah? There's a there's a setting on uh, that I always turn off. Location settings on uh, iPhone yeah and what's the time by the way uh six all right well we should wrap this up but let me, let me this. It, sadly yeah um so there's location settings on your apple phone and anyway if you go in and look at it it shows you every journey you've done but what it does is it's clever enough to to start marking your house as home so it starts calling that home and it starts marking your work as work because it's like you travel here every day for about eight hours you stay here overnight this is your home This is your. this is and it's like, fucking hell, this is the data they're collecting that I can see. Think about the data that, they, that I can't see. And there's all this proven fact about if you turn things off, location settings on your Google phones, it doesn't uh, it doesn't stay off. They still harvest all I of your data. I read on. an
1: article in BBC about that recently. Yeah. Within the last week.
0: And I, and I have been saying this for fucking years. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm clever or smarter than anyone else. It's just like, th- there's this weird sense where people go, no, they're not. Or they're like, so what? And it's like, you, you haven't thought about any of these points because it's your life. Like, why is it that I'm not allowed to look in your window, but Google's allowed to fucking look at everything you write, say, or do, or look at? I mean, oh, look at all these cookies. The amount of times you say
1: "okay" to cookies and things as your phone. Yeah, I'll switch it off. It's uh, my wife. I'll phone it back very shortly.
0: Oh, all right. Let's phone it. Yeah, let's phone it back in a minute. Yeah. And also, just to say that all of those Chinese phones, GCHQ said they've got security issues. Right, America has actually said, American government actually said don't use them because it's economic espionage and they're spying on you. And Australia has now said, you can't provide 5G in our country because you're basically a puppet of a Chinese the Chinese government. So, but everyone's like, these phones are really cheap. And it's like, yeah, because they're pushing them into the market. So then suddenly, they were able to spy on you and get all of yeah, your data. I've that's read, their model. You know, Ch- China doing it unbashedly. Is that what
1: I'm saying? They are, I mean, they're a communist country. And that's part of their utopia.
0: I was listening to a podcast about it, and the guy he's he's ex FBI and CIA, and he said, "Yeah, he said the Chinese model of getting ahead in the world for the last forty years or whatever has been economic espionage. He's like they are there just to steal your data to make money out of it and to get ahead. That's what they do. They want to steal companies' data, they want to steal countries' data, they want to steal individuals' data, and then they and that's how they get ahead. It's like that's no surprise to me at all. Yeah." fucking massive communist dictatorship is a moral shocker but people are like yeah but it doesn't matter because every phone spies on you doesn't it and it's like yeah not to this extent big brother watching you has never been more apparent than it is
1: in china now it re- really is they they they're combining i read i read an article it was the last word in the week about 2 weeks ago it really was. Um, and it was... The, the, the Week the, magazine. Yes. It's a good magazine. It's yes. fantastic. D- trying to remember exactly what it said. I must photocopy the article and get it to you. It's too important.
0: Photocopy it and get it to me? What well, you, pick, gr- take a picture Granddad. and take a picture yeah. of it. And even that, yeah.
1: What I meant was... Sorry, Give a me a copy. Had, yeah. Take a picture of it, zoom in, check that the text is all completely legible, and then message it to you. But it's, oh, it's horrendous. It's, um, they... Uh, have you seen an episode of B- Black Mirror called Nosedive? No, where, Black Mirror freaks the shit out of me. Oh, it's for all too believable. For uh, anyone listening who's don't, don't seen, seen it. Nose Dive, it's where getting basically getting likes on Facebook has massive implications. It like can affect how popular you are, can affect you know what level of if you can get first class on planes or not, what level of uh, house you're allowed to buy and things like that. I mean, it, it becomes embedded in the infrastructure of society. It's terrifying and. China is getting really quite close to that. Just central databases of everything are linked in with artificial intelligence so that when you go to uh, go to apply for a mortgage they can just bring up your entire Uh, legal history you're in you know a speeding fine you committed 20 years ago can come up in the estate agents basically and things like that so there being no right
0: to privacy at all the way they do it and this is the point of control they use something called WeChat have you heard of WeChat yes and it's basically the social media that's allowed in China sponsored by the government because it's run and sponsored by the government but everything's done on it it's not just like Facebook everything's done on it like um, transactions are done on it Um, you can order things from business you can you, che- you check in places. It's all like, it's like a central hub of everybody. And because it's, you know, all nice and it, and it means it's, it's social media, people use it. But it is just a database to keep tabs on people. That's, that's all it is. Just like they all fucking are. But no one knows it. Right, we gotta we gotta wrap this we shit have. up.
1: We have we haven't. There's loads of things we'd we, we lot, you know, we would both have liked to have gone into, but we haven't quite been able to. But never mind, that's totally cool. We've had really great discussions. And it's been been a
0: pleasure. We've talked about doing this for ages, and today we finally have boom. Boom. Right. We win. Let's not do drugs and just go to a big dance gig, sober and enjoy the music. Indeed. It's not dancers, cold waves, but hey. Game <laughs> on. <laughs> let's go. <Right>. Cheers, <laughs> Mars. <master>. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Bye-bye.